0: Hi friends, Crystal here. Now, before we dive into this episode that I know will be providing you a lot of value and support, we wanted to share with you how we can support you off the podcast because we have a few new opportunities cooking in my kitchen and also that Leah has selected in her market. So the first offer is what we've had for a little while, which is a free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. Now, if you've had a hard time understanding what your strategy is, if you've had a hard time understanding how to honor your authority and use it in your everyday life, you're gonna wanna head to the show notes down below and pick up this free guide. Now, our next offer is our language manual. And this is called Your User Manual to Your True Self because it reveals with you how to understand the language in human design, how to understand the key terms and the dense information in human design. We have a lot of images that give descriptions and allow you to follow your chart and learn how to use this language in your everyday life. And you can pick that up in the show notes down below. Now our next offer is our mini classes on the four transformations, which are the variables in human design that help lead you on the path to purpose and help you better understand your process and how to get to where you are going in life. Now we have bundles with this and also a la carte classes on determination, cognition, and environment. And you can pick those up in the show notes down below and we will be starting a variable intensive we are super excited about this so excited which will be a five-week program on every single variable and we are going to be doing a hands-on approach with this where we'll be guiding you through the classes in depth week by week, and you will get access to every single guidebook and workbook for life. Yes, you heard that right. Please look out for our wait list soon, as this will be starting in October, and there will be limited spots to this intensive. Now, we also have another class, brand new. This is brand new. You've heard it here first, that there will be a three-part series on 2027. Yep, I know everyone's interested in this class. Three live Zoom classes recorded and it's going to be on the 2027 mutation that we're all entering into and the first class will be on August 22nd for a limited time only for the live classes. Please feel free to head to the show notes for more detail and to register for the class. Now we also have our 2022 energy forecast. Now, we started at the beginning of the year, we went through all the major players that are happening in 22 and we talk about them through the lens of human design, astrology and tarot and you can pick that up in the show notes down below. Now, speaking of energy forecasts, we have a really big opportunity for you guys, especially you listeners that have been listening to us week after week with the program and the transit updates that we've been going through. So we've created a monthly bonus exclusive, okay? This is called the program exclusive, which is going to be bonus material on the transits and more. And you'll also be getting a worksheet with this each month where we're going to talk about the gates and channels in detail for each month as well as um, a few other things that we will we'll let you guys know about soon so definitely pay attention it'll be coming out in September make sure you are subscribed to our email so you can join that immediately now we also have nurture your child through their design this is a class that we did a free class that we recorded that we have decided that we're gonna make a whole guidebook for and you'll be able to pick up the recording as well as the guidebook and we're gonna be going through all the types through the lens of a child and then we're also going to be giving you nervous system regulation through the variables we've come up with a few ways that we've been working with our children with this and we wanted to share it with you so please pay attention to this coming out late August now If you've been wanting to work with Leah and I one-on-one, if you enjoy how we explain human design, astrology, and tarot, I do the human design portion and Leah does the tarot portion and we both do one-on-one readings. So if you would like to get a reading, you can head to our website in the show notes down below and book a reading with us. Now I'm going to start, stop talking about all this stuff and I'm just going to let you guys get into it. Feel free to reach out to us. We love hearing from you and go ahead and listen to this next brand new episode. See you over there, friends. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal. And I'm Leah. And this is the podcast you've been waiting for. And my my littlest one just screamed. I, hopefully nobody just heard that. I was
1: just going to say but, Otis wanted to be in on the introduction. <laughs> he
0: might come in. And you know, he likes to, to visit sometimes. It's been a while. Um, I mean, well, usually we record when he's doing bath time. I kind of like to do it during that time so that he doesn't come in. Yeah. But he that kid is the friendliest kid in the world. Like he's the kid that's going up to the white van in the parking lot. <laughs> They're saying they have puppies in the back and candy, and he's like, "Sure, yeah, sure. I'll hang out with you." Mila would never. My manifestor would never uh, even a stranger million. danger. Yeah, and he's a fourth line too. So the combination between the two keeps him. He's also survival view. He's like that. That mm-hmm. smells fishy. He's also he also smell cognition. <laughs> <laughs> Otis is also smell cognition, but he's also a third line. So. <clears throat> And he likes doing he likes getting in trouble. He just does. Yeah. He's there's those people that enjoy like I don't it like it's like an adrenaline thing for him, I think, because he has a defined
1: route. So Yeah. I don't know what that's like. Mine's a totally opposite. Yeah. <laughs> to run as far away from danger as possible. Well, like,
0: you're I mean, that's your
1: authority. So true. It's, he's and Otis is, doesn't he have an undefined spleen? No, he has, he's defined that he oh. does.
0: So he, this this kid makes no sense. He likes danger. He likes getting in trouble, but he also likes safety. Mm. He, when he like, um, <clears throat> there's this playground that has, I don't know why he thinks this one area that he's going to walk over. I guess maybe it's like, you know, uh, like babies and little kids with vision and like it's not fully they don't fully see depth I don't know what age that is I know I I don't know I know what babies can't like at all like if you mm-hmm. were to put them over a uh, I, I remember in child psychology I watched this video where these kids were walking over like clear glass but it looked like they would fall but because they didn't understand depth at that age the crawling they had just crawled right over and i was like holy shit um but i don't know what age that is but it doesn't matter um and then i just lost because i'm like well what age is that and i'm trying to like re- i'm reversing and my otis on the
1: thing. yeah
0: oh so he, he there's this one place i don't know why he thinks that he's gonna fall for some reason when he walks across it because it's totally secure um but he thinks he's gonna fall so he's always like whoa Mm
1: -hmm.
0: whoa When he's I'm like it's a solid foundation there's nothing moving it's not clear it has holes in it but there's other things he's walked over that has holes in it but for some reason this particular one danger but he also likes danger he'll still walk over it, but the whole time he's just like whoa, and he's trying to like walk really <laughs> yeah. slow so he does he does appreciate safety but he enjoys danger and I think that's because he has a defined root and his defined root is to his spleen hmm. so interesting yeah the things we notice about our kids speaking of kids speaking of kids uh, not only do we have kids, but we just did a kid's class. Maybe you guys heard, really heard that we were doing it or you came because we did have a bunch of people show up. I always wonder if it's just going to be me and
1: Leah. <laughs> <laughs> we had quite a few people say they found us from he- from the podcast. So yeah.
0: Coming if you did. So if you're listening now and you came, thanks for coming. That was a really good time. I also cried at the end, which is mm-hmm. definitely not unlike me. But it's just, I don't know, I'm pretty sure you guys have gotten at least an idea that I'm a passionate person. (laughs) Uh, It's, it's I think, I think the number one thing people tell me about myself, because it's always like, I feel like you have to remember those things that people say, there's always like a consistent thing that people say about you, right? And for me, it's always passion.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What do people say about you?
1: Um. Uh, I don't really know. You don't know. I'm just easy to come to, I guess. I don't really know. You're easy there's... going. Yeah, like I'm a good listener. Yeah,
0: you you are a good listener. You want to tell? I can hear you telling people to shut up in your head because yeah. I can hear your thoughts, and I'm like, okay, wrap it up, Crystal. I can hear <laughs> you saying, I'm done with this conversation. But you'll sit there and you'll listen till mm-hmm. the person's done
1: yeah
0: so yeah you are a good listener but back to the kids back to the kids class. so not us. it's not about us it's not about <laughs> us I, I will bring it back to me a lot because I'm <laughs> a one three and an Aries moon but excuse me for being myself um <laughs> anyways that was a really good class because we really broke down all of the types through a child's eyes and an easy way to explain it. Uh, I feel like we gave a lot of great examples between our kids and other kids and their types. And um, the one thing that we didn't get to, which we had said, we're we're putting it in the guide, no matter what is uh, the nervous system regulation for kids. It's Mm -hmm. something that I've been experimenting with, with my uh, manifestor that he's, he's like almost all open except for his heart and his throat. Um, so he has a lot of anxiety around people and large crowds. And so I started working with him on um, his smell cognition. And then he also, his tonal resonance is taste. So everything for him is connected to the breath. And it's really funny because when he was a baby and actually we were, he was probably like not a full baby. It was like two. Um, and we were here in North Carolina and Dave, like almost drove us over a mountain and off the cliff. And so that was a good time for my spleen, (laughs) my defined spleen. That's like, I am deathly afraid of heights. And here we are getting ready to hang over a cliff. Um, but anywho, so after that incident, you know, obviously, Dave and I are yelling at each other. There's just no way yeah, for me to stay calm in that situation. I was also pregnant. Was I pregnant? I think I was. I think I was pregnant. Yes. So that, so hormones, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so Milo, all of a sudden says to Dave, just take a deep breath, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (gasps) And I'm just like, looking back at that, I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Because uh, he was just speaking his design mm-hmm. and trying to help his father out, regulate his nervous system through his regulation. Yeah. So I've come up and we've talked about it with your kids too,
1: mm-hmm.
0: different ways to help them regulate their nervous system through their variables. So we wanted to give a Um, a few examples of how that could show up. So it could hopefully spark inspiration for you guys that have kids. And maybe we will do a whole separate class just on that potentially. But I think this might be a nice introduction. Like, I feel like this class is like an introduction of how to understand your child, how to nurture them, um, what, what each type as a child can bring to the table, how to explain this to your child, um through their aura because i i talk about my to milo all the time what it means to be a manifester and for him he's never felt more seen in his life than when i tell him about what it means to be a manifester and Mm. he's just i i I think you know especially for and for projectors too because you guys are projectors manifestors reflectors are the rarest and so i think if we could nurture those little rare beings the beginning and not condition them to be generators Mm
1: -hmm. because that's
0: what you guys are really conditioned to be yep and like think you should be and kind of want to be because we're sparkly but we're over here like fuck like (laughs) no one's allowing me to like use my my voice yeah as a generator um it's like especially in our generation it was very much like be seen and not heard yep and so I really, my voice like really got limited. And then with being an open throat, it was like just trauma stored there from like not allowing my sacral to release. Cause we're constantly making weird sounds all the time, right? The generator, mm-hmm. you you hear us all the time. We're just, and we're probably annoying
1: you guys. Uh, I would imagine. I mean. I kind of some- think it's funny most of the time. <laughs> I'm like, I can tell when, what someone is feeling when they're making their noises, like what emotion is behind well, it. that's what's happening for the generator too yeah and that's what we've been conditioned
0: is to not use those sacral sounds
1: yeah be because
0: yeah because all generators have different versions of it it's not the same like I, I that's the one thing that I think Raw might have excuse me for speaking about him in any way some people go I don't know I don't know what you listeners think of him. I have, I honestly don't have a real opinion and I'm not here to hold opinions with being an undefined Ajna, but he says that generators do the aha uh-huh and aha uh-uh, and that's not necessarily true. And that is not something that's consistent that we're constantly doing. It's really like, there's like a pressure release that's happening there for us with response and it's through those sounds that we can tell if it's a yes or a no, because uh, like a lot of huffing and puffing and sighing. And that's something that I explained in the kids class. I'm like, that's an ob- that's a no. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's even body movements for a generator. Like sometimes, cause I'm an open throat, I'm like speaking to myself uh, internally and I'm shaking, my body, shaking my head no. And if I'm not paying attention to my body movements, then I don't, I don't know what's happening. That's the whole thing yeah. is human design brings you back to the body.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's going to be a fun class. It's recorded. Um, it'll be available for purchase for only $25. Yes, you heard that right. $25 fucking dollars to learn about all the kids types and uh, also have the bonus of the nervous system, uh, nervous system regulation with the variables. I think that's going to be really valuable. Um, you
1: get the class recording the whole, I'm working on it now, and then the PDF that goes along with it. Yeah.
0: There'll be a guidebook for you guys too. And it's, it's forever.
1: You have forever Mm -hmm. for 25 bucks.
0: Pretty good deal. I think, uh, I'll be watching it again. Uh, once Mm -hmm. it's all done and I'll be using the guide for myself and my kids. Um, I like to create things that I, I also, can use, have used, would use because if especially as a forty four twenty six if we're not creating things that we find that we hold with integrity, then um we're just a snake oil salesman, and I know those types, mm-hmm. and I cannot I just i I can't i I just I, I can't do that to people. you I know you can't either but forty four twenty six sometimes gets a bad rap with that. Yeah. People think, because we are constantly selling stuff. Like I sell, like even like my chapstick, I'm like, dude, you gotta get this chapstick, right? I'm like, this is the best chapstick I've ever used because my lips can get like really dry, especially depending on the humidity. And this chapstick is the only chapstick that actually works for me. And it's the strangest thing. Um, so not sponsored, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, Ross sugar, if you do want to sponsor us, we're available. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, so stuff like that. And then what else? Oh, we also, uh, just launched. You may or may not have heard you might, this might be the first time you're hearing this, but we just launched our 2027 class called a new direction, 2027. That's going to be starting on what is it the 22nd? August 22nd Yep. yeah so it's a three-part class I'm really excited about it because I'm constantly talking about it on here and I think the first place we talked about it was on Clubhouse um that's where we gained first interest where I was like oh this is something people want to
1: hear about um what that was a a while ago I feel like because we That was a long time ago that was over a year ago it might have yeah because we had down a class and somebody was like wait what and we're like oh we could talk about that at some point
0: well yeah just everyone and like people sometimes message me about it so it just seems like and, and for me i definitely want to know as a first line about mm-hmm. all this stuff in an open head like i well, that's why we do these weekly transits also for me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, again, if you're not doing stuff that you love or that you find valuable or that you would use yourself, like what's the fucking point? So I don't sell you anything that I wouldn't personally buy myself. And I think that's the way everybody should sell things, but who am I to say? I just have the (laughs) forty-four (laughs) twenty-six. but so, so yeah, so we, we've been talking about since that was like the first time that we talked about it on there and we haven't talked to the clubhouse people in a while and i know we kind of come on when we have new things going on but it's kind of like we do a mini class almost before the real class um when we go on there which is kind of what we were doing on clubhouse anyways we were doing that's where we started with our classes was clubhouse yeah first we started with just educating curling sort of out we don't we had no idea what we were doing on there yeah. we just we're showing up like two to three times a week. It was a lot. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. I felt like we were just always on there for like, I don't know how it was a good, like I'd say close to six months that we were consistently Mm -hmm. doing two to three times a week. Which looking back, I'm like, fuck no. Would I I do that ever again? Um, Or you'd have to pay me a lot of money to do that
1: yeah
0: kind of consistency it
1: was just kind of the time that we we're in too it was what 20 beginning of 2021 oh, yeah, yeah so when we were
0: still all, like well, all locked we were up
1: still not really going out and about and doing much and clubhouse was fairly new and, and it's like nobody was doing anything podcast so that was the best place for us to go to find a community and to to educate and come together yeah and then
0: and then we are and then, you know,
1: things happened. Mm -hmm.
0: And so we decided to move everything to the podcast, which honestly feels a lot better for me because, and I, I know for you too, because we're both the observer. So in theory, I like the spotlight. It's all in theory guys. I don't actually like, if I ever knew everybody that was listening to us, I'd probably have a panic attack. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh. I couldn't sit here and
1: do anything with everybody looking at me.
0: Yeah. Although
1: I do envision myself on a stage with a microphone. Oh, I'll be handing you the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Lee's in the corner. Uh... I'll I'll be production in the background. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She's, she's turning the lights on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: She's the second line behind the curtain. Yeah. I'll peek behind the curtain. Hey. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's the difference between the generator and the projector although there are projectors that really do
1: oh yeah yeah I don't like being on stage or yeah. in front of people like in high school I used to freak out if I had to do like a presentation I'd want to go like last and then run away and hide in the bathroom for yeah. the rest of the period I cause... was
0: kind of that way too When I, especially in elementary school I was terrified element for some reason in middle school because they were mean in middle school although i did grab the mic one time and sing beauty school dropout because i had just done the show Mm -hmm. and i don't know how that that was the
1: strangest thing i I feel like for kids it's really typical like because even my girls are like i don't want people looking at me yeah like they have this really good skill and they're like no 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 and both of them and there's manifesting generator and a projector and they both feel the same way they're like Mm. I'd rather do something that nobody's looking at me than but they're,
0: they're the observer.
1: Yeah. So that's different.
0: I wonder so, I, I do. So that's a good question. I wonder how many people, and if you're listening, because sometimes you guys do answer me. You know what so. I
1: learned we can put a question in a question box on this podcast. So since you're saying that, go ahead and ask a question and okay. we'll put it down there.
0: Okay. So I'm curious. For if you guys understand the variables and you understand environment, and if you don't highly suggest going to pick up our environments class, we have a la carte versions, or you can get grab the bundle of all of them. If you're interested, super cheap and highly valuable. And we also talk about transferred environment there, which, um, I think people have a hard time understanding and we're going to be going deeper in the intensive with it, which I think is going to enlighten and inspire a lot of people with that. But anyways, so for environment, you're either left environment or right environment. A left environment is the observed. And those are people that get energized by their environment. And they actually do like people enjoy watching them. And there is joy as much as some of them won't admit it um being watched like my manifestor is the observed and he looks out of the corner of his eye to see if everyone's watching him when he's doing things but he would never tell you that he wanted to be watched but he Mm -hmm. does and then there's the observer um which is lee and i where we're like my favorite pastime in the world is just going into like a busy area i'm also kitchens environment dry kitchens so going into a busy area and seeing people just talking to each other and interacting yeah. and doing. And I'm always like, what are that person talking about? Oh, that's a weird, interesting, or, oh, that's what we're talking about, okay. And like, I learned so many things and I just like wanna sit and watch people. I, I don't get energized by my environment. It's quite the opposite for right environment people. We just wanna kind of chill yeah. um, when we're in the right environment. Um, so I'm just curious for, when it comes to public speaking, if your left environment do you enjoy public speaking have you enjoyed public speaking did you enjoy public speaking in like school was that something that you did did you do debate team maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and then for the observer like do you have a fear of public speaking i'm just curious do you not like being watched Um, I don't even like being watched when I'm running. Like, and I guess people don't like being watched when they're running or working out, but like, I get like anxiety with it because I could see, because I run on uh, my golf course and so they're playing golf and I see these men just like staring at me while I'm running and I'm just like, that's really uncomfortable. They're probably
1: thinking, I don't know why people run. (laughs) I used to think that too. I'd be like, they always look angry when they're running. Like everybody looks mad when they're running and now I run and I'm like, do I look angry when I'm running? Like I probably, uh, cause I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> I've never thought about it. I always think that I know. I was always like, I'll never run because people look mad when they're running. And now I love running. Yeah. It's very strange. So yeah. So let us know. Anyway. Um, I think you can ask a question on Spotify too. Yeah. I'll pop a, I'll pop a question box on here just to try it out. So if you see one, yeah, or if you want to head it. over
0: to our, what is it, you on YouTube? Don't
1: send us a DM and let us know.
0: Yeah, you can always do that at uh, Human Design Astro Club. And definitely follow us over there. It's our new account together if you want mm-hmm. to see both of us together. Uh, we're still working on doing better over there. <laughs> but we, uh, if you want a lot of information and you want education, and especially if you want to see human design happening in real life, because we like to explain that in our stories a lot, Um, just follow us all over the place. That's the best Literally, I mean, obviously that's the best thing to do. If you enjoy somebody, just follow them all over the place. Cause you never know. I don't, we don't share all the same things in all the same places for some things we do, but there's things you're going to catch differently depending on what medium we're in. So, um, also, uh, so we're going to be doing a clubhouse. Um, on 2027. So if you're curious about this class, if you've been interested in in taking this class, if you saw the email that we sent out about this class, but you're not ready or you're emotional, you need more information to get more clarity, uh, definitely join us on Clubhouse. Um, And if you can't make it on Clubhouse, that's okay, because we're going to probably record it and put it on the podcast as well, and probably YouTube. So you'll be able to probably get it in all the places if you if you can't grab one grab another <laughs> <laughs> try and be accessible and you know 2027 20, that is when the global shift will, will 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 fully be able to enter into right now we're we're almost um dismantling the current program that we're in the current background frequency which is um oh my gosh I just like this is I still have such bad brain fog that I'm like is this the one that's the sleeping
1: phoenix and the? yes so we're going
0: into the sleeping phoenix okay and we're relieving the right angle across the planning that's what it is yeah and I was like what's that one simple word (laughs) you know it it's really easy you can say it um But yeah, so we're leaving, we're leaving. Um, that's why all like the government seems to be crumbling, why school systems, why uh communities, all of that is built on the right angle cross of planning. And so we can see all these systems and these organizations, right? Because that's what the right angle cross of planning really is. And it's about community and uh, when we when we moved into the right angle cross of planning, that's when more people started having children, and we were developing um, larger communities and systems. Right, that was all happening during um, the right angle cross of planning, and so we're moving from that background frequency, which is going to be no more after 2027, and we're going to be entering into uh, the sleeping phoenix and that is all about the individual and i think that's why we can see now as we're going through the mutation of it right that people are starting to um not want to fit in anymore i think that's why um you know marginalized groups are becoming more impacted and more empowered also right yeah, because this sure. is this is this is the transition too And that's why I think it might be important for you to take this class because it's going to break down a lot of the confusion that's happening right now. And it's going to prepare you for what to look for. Like, I feel like when I started learning about this in like 2018, I was like, first of all, how the fuck are we going to get there? Mm -hmm. I was like something I said to myself, something really big is going to have to happen for us to slow the fuck down. Because we're going into receptivity, people. There will be no more left beings. There's supposedly going to be no more left beings being born, which I'm like, what the hell is that going to look like? Um, And we're going into rightness. So this is receptivity. This is vast. This is like darkness, but not like in like that everything's going to go black. It's just like everything is going to be more fluid, more slow paced, more receiving instead of going out there and hustling. That's why I think that's why everybody has such a bad taste in their mouth about hustle mentality and hustle. Remember when like all of a sudden people are like, I don't hustle anymore, but like, you know, five years ago, everyone's like, I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah. You know, like we're, do you see this? Yeah. This is a big fucking deal. So if you really want, especially also, you know, if you're a like a coach you have your own business you want to see where we're going if you have your own business um, so that you can prepare yourself for how to transition right and find like we're trying to find ways that we can run our business with more ease right and more receptivity instead of um, us working every fucking day all day long like I feel like people that have businesses like us they're constantly. Working, which we work a lot, but we try to maintain some sort of balance between work and rest, which I think is extremely important for defined hearts. Cause we work to rest. So, and I don't think a lot of people understand that with the defined heart. It's like, we'll we'll push it. We'll push it to the fucking max. Oh my God. Speaking of that, my defined heart husband and I know your, your defined heart husband started doing Peloton recently too. Mm -hmm. And he was like on the bed after he did 20 minutes today. And he's like, I think I might throw up. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I also think it might've been full moon. We're also in the full moon right now, guys, we're recording during the full moon. So this is a good time, but I'm like, why did you push yourself to the fucking max? Like who, 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 what are you doing that for? He's like, well, I'm starting to feel better about myself and like I've lost like 10 pounds I was like good for he's like so I want to keep the momentum I was like but you you're going to burn yourself to the point of where you're not going to go back to it because you've like injured yourself at that point yeah
1: yeah take a rest it's
0: okay to rest well I think but I think generators have a hard I mean my husband's still pretty conditioned like he does a lot of things correct but then there's things like this where I'm like yeah he's a Virgo also so like just yeah. work and every physical mental like he's just whatever work you want me to do I'll do it
1: I'll do it
0: <laughs> and I'm like just fucking take a seat David
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: so yeah I don't know how we transitioned into that
1: uh to that. Topic. I don't know. I don't know how we get a <laughs> lot of places. Sometimes we just end up there.
0: <laughs> I feel like I think that we're going in the right direction and you're like, what conversation are we having right now? Yeah. Just because, you know, cause I'm mostly left, I'm left dominant. I'm just constantly like, I got this like track and I'm going and but you're like doing this like receptivity, right? Brain. Mm-hmm. You're Like you're receiving in like circles, you like I say that right brain people receive the perimeter, and I re- I receive the nucleus. Like I'm just focused on the nucleus, and you're focused on the perimeter of the conversation. So a lot of times, we're having two different conversations
1: yeah, most of the time. <laughs> I'm like, where did we start, and how did we get there? I'm just kind of like following along. I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, I can't say that I don't have weird conversations like that too, but I, it is pretty funny to like describe it in terms of human design.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it makes, if people really understood that, you know, a bunch of us have, I mean, I think we do understand that with, I think that's why we have terms for it now um, mm-hmm. that I'm like, I don't, who am I to say if it's correct or not correct? I have no idea. Um, and for each person it's probably individualized, I would imagine. Yeah. True. Um, so there's probably multiple factors for whatever. Um, but I think that if people really did understand from human design terms, left and right brain and left and right mind, we would get ourselves out a lot out of a lot of communication issues. Mm at least allow it be like oh wait I don't think you quite caught that because like you missed a detail for the right brains and you're like well but I was over here looking at this thing under this box over here while you were just focused on tunnel vision which is what I
1: have I kind of have to always like write down things. I always have notes everywhere all the time because I have to, when there's a full wow. conversation about stuff, I'm like, because if there's so much conversation happening, I'll lose a lot of all it. The words. If I don't write things Dave down. Dave does the same thing. Yeah. And I don't know what's important or not when it's just a conversation. So yeah. a lot of like it. I it just know what the details folders. that are important. And you're like, oh. what
0: do I remember to that conversation? <laughs> yeah. Like I think that was a lot of my miscommunication with my husband was that I'm left brain and he's right brain. And I would think that he's going to remember these certain details. And then when I would come back to him, like even the next day, be like, well, I told you this was happening. He's like, I didn't fucking remember that. Like, And I'm like, fuck you. My open throat's like, fuck you, David. I you know, no one ever fucking hears me. Cause that's what the conditioning with the open throat, nobody hears mm-hmm. me. Nobody sees me. Uh, like my words are just falling on deaf ears constantly, which is not, not completely incorrect. Um, but I, instead I've noticed with the defined throat, you guys just don't care. Like, that's the thing is your definition doesn't fully care the way someone's openness cares. It's like triggering for the, the open as opposed to the the closed like i i feel like i'm realizing that like defined throats just don't care as much not that you guys don't care like everybody wants to be heard obviously but like if people don't hear you you're just like
1: okay yeah is that
0: accurate for you
1: i would say that's accurate i i feel like a little bit like i do care but i understand the end of that sentence where it's like it doesn't really bother me a lot if people don't hear me you I'm won't like, like well you won't
0: like go over and over and over in your mind with it you'll just yeah. be like oh they didn't hear me that kind of sucks or whatever and then you move on
1: yeah as opposed like, to I'll just if, stop talking
0: <laughs> or as opposed to if you have if someone says says something to you about work mm. you can kind of lose it and go on a tailspin yeah, in a hamster wheel with that. Yeah. I understand and, that. And Or if someone tells you that you're
1: lazy. No, it's like, what did you do today?
0: Oh, that's the one. Okay. What did you do today?
1: I don't think I'm but, lazy. I, I think that people don't know what I did. What did you well, do? Well, that you feel like they're
0: implying that you're lazy.
1: Yeah. I didn't do enough.
0: Yeah. I don't even think about that. Which is so interesting. I was just talking to a friend today that has an undefined G center. And she's like, Can you tell me who I am? Aww. And I was like, And she's like, Do you think, what is when you look at my Instagram, what do you see in me? Yeah. And I'm like, I have literally never asked myself that question. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's the thing definition is just not asking those open ended questions mm-hmm. as much as the open undefined is and I'm really starting to realize that on another level like I obviously I understood the foundations of it and I've listened and watched I don't know how many lectures it pertaining because we're always talking about the centers right um because everything's connected to the centers but I'm just like I really am starting to understand the depth of the trauma and the triggers that can happen for people And just that we don't have enough empathy for people with that, I feel like.
1: Totally. It's very interesting. I mean, you have to have that other other side of the perspective, too, in order to understand it. Because I could be offended by you saying that I don't care, but it's not how you you experience your life. So it's important for me to understand that's how you feel the same way as I would feel if someone was asking me why I didn't do certain things, you know? So it's like... There's all of the the different aspects of it. So it's kind of interesting to have a conversation. And I feel like we do that a lot. And it's interesting to probably other people. It might be helpful for someone who's listening to be like, oh, okay. So maybe I could look at my openness and explain to someone, this is how it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Because here here it is. Here's my chart. And maybe you don't feel that way because yours is the opposite, or maybe we feel the same because our charts are pretty similar, you know? So it's kind of helpful to have a conversation that way.
0: Yeah. I think people could heal a lot of wounds
1: mm-hmm. by
0: just being for me to, I feel like it's very important for me. And I, it's one of the first conversations that we had when I said, when I don't feel seen and supported, which I'm really speaking from my open throat or my open solar plexus mm-hmm. I don't feel seen and supported Then I'm most likely going to be burning the fucking house down yeah. um and and I've I, I think that's what this full moon really brought up for me is that I do deserve support I do deserve um almost like to be seen from that I that I, deservingness that I do deserve to take up space. I think that's what a lot of times I feel like I'm too much, with being, you know, defined sacral, a defined heart, a defined G center, a lot of that can be come off as too much. I mean, obviously all of our definition can, can be in that way, but I think especially because, you know, the defined heart is so rare, so, <clears throat> you know, it's only 35% of the population that. Just my mere existence can trigger people. I feel like you. we talked about that with you too, with some yeah. people, like it, yeah. it can just happen. And you're like, and we're over here, like what the fuck just happened? I'm just fucking <clears throat> chilling. And like, just if I had a penny for every friend that told me they were jealous of me, I would be a millionaire at this point. I don't think I have that many friends though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta make fun of yourself a little bit. Um, if you're not making fun of yourself, then I guess, I don't know, but I, I, I just, I like to find humor in life, even in the, the darkness, because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. there is humor in darkness. Um, I don't think we give that enough credit. <laughs> um, but so if any, just to wrap up this, this intro here, um, if anyone's interested in any of our classes, cause we got a lot going on. We've got the kids class that's coming out. Hopefully this week that you're listening to this, if you're listening to it, you know, during the program, the actual program that's happening currently, or um, if you're interested in the 2027 class, where you want to come to the clubhouse and see if you are interested, uh, we'll probably pop a link uh, on Tuesday email. So get on our email list. So yeah, if you want to come to our 2027 class, we've got it, it's you're ready to purchase. If, you're, if you want to check that out in the show notes down below. And it's a three-part class. They will be recorded. So if you can't make it live, don't worry. You'll be getting an email with the recording and it's going to be a good time. There's also going to be a Q&A. So I'm excited. So let's talk about this week. Let's, let's roll into the present moment, okay? So we kick off this week focusing on our, on our doubts, which is kind of what we ended the week on that's started in the full moon right so we're focusing on our doubts which started during full moon Aquarius like I said and today on Monday we might just be trying to connect the dots to all of that so right now we are all looking for a logical way to understand something going on in our lives we're trying to substantiate the facts okay so we can be grounded in our emotions that's what we're being grounded in this week is our emotions which they're you know they've been coming in and out they're they're We're moving through the solar plexus right now, right? We're going through a mutation. So we're going to be feeling a lot of feels. And so this is about the pressure to feel hope and pain, to be sensitive to the community. If you've been feeling extra sensitive this last week, if you've been feeling a sense of rejection, which I feel like I made the conclusion for like a whole day during this program that everybody hated me. I was like, so that person hates me that person hates me. Uh, Just the entire world hates me. Okay, cool. Um, So that might be, that might've been you too. So just know that we're all in the same boat there. So you might've been feeling, like I said, a sense of rejection. So this is a transition is occurring and we are all moving through some hard feels right now with all of that. This is, Um, like I said, I talk about this a lot, half of the crybaby channel. I've renamed it that. I don't care. I will all give you the I'll always give you guys the real name, but on here for people that don't understand human design, we're just gonna call it the crybaby channel. (laughs) So allow yourself to release the pressure through clearing and probably some tears if you didn't already shed them on during the full moon. I feel like I've been shedding them all week. So we also have an activation in the G center. Based on direction and expression, we're we're moving through old ways of being and either shedding a sense of identity or trying on a new one. With this connecting to the south node, and then um, we're speaking from a place of truth this week, um, and trying to weed through the bullshit, which there seems to be. You know, we're we're progressively moving through a lot of bullshit. You know, through this new cycle. (laughs) Through the transition of 2027, there's going to be a lot of weeding through bullshit. So end of Tuesday, we'll be working through some past trauma, whether that be ancestral, childhood, and anything that has been holding you back from moving forward. Any roadblocks that you have been feeling like you can't quite work through, you might feel the pressure. At the end of Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, it could even be sometime during the week. Sometimes you, you have to let that pressure release first, right? Before you can actually fully step into it or experience it. So just see what comes up after Tuesday and Wednesday, we get a new program focusing on our commitments. So I'm very curious of how this is going to work out for me, because now I get another sacral g center channel um and this is connected to my unconscious son so i feel like my um so if you do have um the love of the body if you do have that gate or if you have the full channel um and especially if you have the gate you're going to be getting turned on this week and especially if you're not a non-sacral and let's say you have the forty six you're going to be getting some sacral juice. So this is about empowering ourselves and what we are actually lit up to commit to. This will be about waiting for the right commitments that present themselves and not just say yes out of obligation. And we're being rounded in more feelings, Mm -hmm. but this will be about recognizing our feelings. So last week we were being forced to feel them, right? Feeling pretty sensitive, maybe beat up. Um, I told Leah earlier, I'm just trying to survive the week. Um, and now, this week, we're being forced to really understand them, right? We're here. So last week, I said we're it was about understanding why we feel different and allowing us to be sensitive. But now this week, we're being asked to deeply feel um and feel them and potentially identify them um which can be definitely hard for anyone that has an open or undefined solar plexus. So if this is you, which it's definitely me and Leah, uh, check in with what's really moving through you because it's gonna, and you might even need to talk about it with someone if you have an open undefined solar plexus to get to the root of it because, um, so I'll be operating as an emotional this next week because of this, (laughs) Um, because I have the other end. And so just really allow yourself to talk about your feelings this next week and which is definitely going to come into play towards the end of the week. So let's move towards that, but let's finish up what's happening at the beginning. So if this is you allow yourself to maybe drown in the deep end, it might be a good time to drown, um, and to sink to the bottom of the emotion so you can clear it. Because what happens oftentimes with us, right? We don't want to actually go through the pain of whatever that emotion is. So we go into freeze mode and it gets stored in our body. And then that turns into something, whether that be an ailment, a sickness, even some for people, sometimes twitching can occur, you know? So it's like, we don't allow these emotions to release through our body, which is going to be a huge thing after 2027, where we're going to be leaving the spleen and we're going to be going more into our, the solar plexus, um, because of receptivity. So see what comes up for you during this week. And so that's the bulk of the week. And then on Saturday, we do have a quick emotional surge, um, that's pushing us to experience life and share our feelings. So first we were being forced to be sensitive to our feelings, right. And feel rejected by everything and everyone this last week. And then the beginning of the week, we were being forced to understand what those feelings were. Right. And then now at the end of the week, we're being forced to go through the experience of them. So then share what those feelings are vocally express them. So like I said, we started out with feeling our feelings at the beginning of the week. Then we're going to go through the experience of them to then express what we experienced at the end of the week. And then we also have Mars entering Gemini. I thought it was important to talk about this because Mars will be going retrograde soon. And this will be a long time with Mars and and Gemini together. So I saw something that said, I thought that this was relevant. Don't let your mouth write checks. You can't cash. I'm going to repeat that. Don't let your mouth write checks. You can't cash. And maybe we'll make that the title. (laughs) Because it seems fitting because it's going to, you know, Mars is fucking fire, right? So think of Gemini coming into Mars and it's like just fireballs through the mouth, being thrown at people, potentially, potentially. Or it could be a lot of um, moving through some, some maybe frustration, some anger through communication. That could also happen if you want to go to the higher end. Depends, where do you want to be? So, you know, and this is exactly Mars and Gemini uh, energy and what we'll feel like. And I, I highly recommend that, if you're interested in all the transits and stuff that we still do have the 2022 forecast for the year. If you want to understand more about Mars retrograde that's coming up in October and some other major players, you can also find in there. And it's also nice. I think it's nice to look back and be like, oh, like you see some of the major uh, transits and you're like, oh, I remember exactly what was happening to me during that time. And then it gives an explanation. That's what I think the transits do right? They get, it gives an explanation to why you're feeling the way you're feeling while you're thinking the way you're thinking. And you can either decide to lean into it. If it's, if it's a transit that like maybe like how I said, you know, I'm going to be getting half of the sun next week, actually the sun and the earth. I just realized that I'm going to be on the other end of that. And so it'll be interesting for me to see if I can lean into them. And ride the wave of that transit, you know, or you could be like, not fucking today, you emotional wave. You're not going to get me down. I'll cry for five minutes and that's it. You hear me? And, and then that's it. So that's about it for the week. Uh, you know, there's some stuff, but it's, there's nothing, nothing too crazy unless I forgot something. And sometimes I do forget things and then I put them on Instagram. So follow me over there <laughs> in case I forgot, but I, I this is, we, we've got more stuff coming. This is a little softer week. Um, maybe a little emotional, but you know, put your
1: helmet on. helmet has been on for like three weeks. <laughs> I know.
0: I feel like we've been really, we've been really, I feel like the solar plexus is getting bashed for like the last couple oh, yes. months, right? Yeah. In and out. Um, I don't. I just like, and maybe we're just paying more attention to it now. But it seems like it's constant in and out. Like where I feel like we might have had more breaks in other periods. There's not a, a lot of breaks recently, at least. Yeah, yeah. Like a week or two, and then we're back in another. Wait, there was yeah. one time that we had like full stream for for a little bit, and I was like, this is this is giving me a lot and whenever the 3536 comes in which it is coming in this week i always brace myself that one in the 3955 um the channel emoting because people have their hot pokers during that time but the, yeah. the, but with the 3536 it's really about going through the emotional experience and being inexperienced but having to go through the experience so it has a story to tell Um, you know, because it's connected to the throat. It's it's one of the manifested emotional channels. And I don't, there's always something happens during that time because it's, there's, you know, you have to go and it's usually not the best experience. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know, we'll see what happens. I'm actually, I just realized I might have a full stream of that. For a second okay we'll see what happens
1: to i'm me. pretty sure I, with all these transits i have my whole whole charts defined
0: oh yeah and Probably. i might have one
1: a full stream from the root to the head i think
0: oh yeah you you will actually this next week yeah i think you might have a full yeah that well that'll be interesting
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's slightly fun oh, okay So I did something different and I pulled while you were talking because I felt like there was something in the cards that was like, you need to hear this. So I actually pulled temperance, which I love this card because I've actually thought about getting this as a tattoo. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. That or the star, um, because I like the, I don't know, I guess what really comes up for me is, and what you have said before is like, we're, we're going to try and move through emotion, right? Like the, the water is that moving through emotion. And she's actually got, they talk about the rocks and the water a lot for this card is like the rocks is the earth, it's grounding and the water is cleansing. So it's like cleansing all of the emotions. And you can kind of think about how you um allowing yourself to feel the emotion and mm-hmm. also let it pass through you um, this temperance is also a lot about balance and about moderation. Um, the cups on here, she's pouring from one cup to another. That's about, you know, pouring to yourself and pouring into another or moving from one thing to another. There's a lot of, um, moderation. And, um, then there's the path in the middle of the mountain, which is about like, you know, moving from one One point to another so you're the whatever path it was in the distance moving toward the sun or this crown it looks more like a crown um you know moving toward your next destination and the daffodils are about newness we think daffodils is spring you know it's all like at the beginning of a new season um and then i wanted to read something real quick from this book that i have um and it says this card is a challenge to look inward in this phase of integrating opposites the transformation process will not tolerate any further impulses or push from outside and to find the hidden stone or diamond you must look within so your question for yourself would be what does it mean right now for you to find your hidden diamond so you can close your eyes and visualize a fountain of energy in your body and bathe in it a while while this rejuvenates your body and then an affirmation for it is i surrender to the transformation transforming powers of the divine and i'm an open channel for creative energy this also i feel like that's a like a crown chakra or like the open head is allowing you know allowing yourself to kind of be open so i think personally for being defined i got to get outside like I have to go outside if I'm going to feel any sort of like release of all of the thoughts that have been going on in my head. So like today I went for a run. I was going to run on the treadmill inside, but I was like, I need to get outside. And I tortured myself, but it's only because it's humid and hot. And But I felt a lot better because I was like, I just was able to get all of, and I'm experiencing through the transits a wave right now, but I feel like it helps me kind of get a lot of thoughts out of my head that were like spinning around and like getting trapped and I've kind of get stuck on things. So I think this is going to be really helpful to allow myself to just like release and let go um, because temperance is about balancing and, and fluidity. So hopefully that's helpful for someone else. And the next one I'll do is the work your light deck. And actually, this one, as I was shuffling, this one fell on the floor. It's called Star Mother. And she came back. She was like, no, you're supposed to keep me up here. And I didn't. I shuffled her back in the deck. Let me find it. Okay. You are more held than you could possibly imagine, loved and cherished so dearly, so dearly that if you knew, you would not spend one second of your life in separation, worry, or fear. Let the mother carry your burdens. Let her rock away your fears. Lay all of your worries, regrets, shame, and guilt on her altar. Please, please, sweet child, do not fear. You are love in motion. If you allow it, you are already healed." Let her remind you of your goodness. Let her love away your fears. Your capacity to love and to hold others is limited to your capacity to love and hold yourself. Be compassionate with your sweet body, mind, and soul. Treat yourself like the beautiful spirit that you truly are. Remind yourself that you are doing your best and try not to carry it all on your own. You've got this and the mother has got you. Let her broad arms take away your burdens. Let her lift away the lift the weight of the world off of your shoulders forgive yourself my sweet dear child of the earth
0: i think we don't nurture our inner child enough mm-hmm. and this might be an invitation for some people yeah.
1: take some time for you do whatever you gotta do to like i don't know, take five minutes to cry in the bathroom or take a shower or Epsom salt bath or go outside or.
0: This is where looking at your variables and your tonal resonance might help Mm -hmm. if you're feeling a lot of feelings this week or like feelings, emotions, pressure, pain, and you need to work through all of that. Like I would look and see what your determination, cognition and environment is. And then specifically what your cognition and your tonal resonance is to help you come back to the body. And it's like when you're in the body and you're accepting of the emotion, right? Or accepting of the experience, accepting of the frequency that you're receiving, that is when you can regulate your nervous system. That is Mm -hmm. how you regulate your nervous system. And each, each of us has a different way to do it. So- I don't know. Try it out. Try I, it I'm out. all I'm third line. Tr- just try it. Just try it. I'm like, what is that? Give it some
1: time to do it a few times to do it often if you need to. Yeah. Don't think, oh, I did it like one, one time. time and I didn't a miracle didn't happen.
0: So mm-hmm. Leah and Crystal must be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tell people, especially when they're first starting working with their variables and specifically the, term, the termination determination, because that's what's going to help remove and release a lot of the deconditioning right um that don't expect a miracle after the first try the second try the third try Ross speaks about it it could really take a month or longer and I experimented with that and I can say that that's pretty accurate that it was probably for me personally about a month before I could feel a sense of like that rhythm in my sacral coming back more I don't even know what the words are like more, like the, it was more fluid. Cause like, you know, generators were also receptive. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how we'll be after 2027, because the sacral is all about receiving, right. It needs to receive to respond. And so I I think that with me being so left and also so much fire in my astrology chart that I just want to go out there and get fucking life. And that's the fuck card for me with being a generator is like, listen, bitch, talking to myself, everyone's a fucking bitch. Okay. And bitch is a term of endearment. It sometimes it's not, but it's, it's, it's fluid for me. Okay. You'll never know which one I'm speaking about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Usually a term of endearment though. Um, But I'm like, listen, bitch, allow yourself to slow the fuck down. For your sacral to catch up to whatever it is it's experiencing and it's an environment because okay. how does it know what to respond to yeah. if you're trying to move too quickly the sacral is not the sacral has some sort of consistent pace and rhythm and cadence that it's working through all sacral beings have a certain you know fluidity running through them and like i think of like horses and their gates Ooh, gates human design um <laughs> You know, I I I think of that, and I'm just like, that's kind of like the generator. Maybe that's why I always really enjoyed horses, because like they have like each horse has its own little gate that it's moving through, right? Their mm-hmm. body, like with the way they canter, the way that they gallop, the way that even they walk. Some of them are more bumpy, right? Some of them are a little more smooth. So like, maybe the generator also needs to be the horse. Yeah. Because they just want to be free. Remember that one song by Natasha Bedingfield, Wild Horses? Probably, but not off the top of my head, no. I used to listen to that song a lot mm. and cry. <laughs> Speaking of crying this week, uh, maybe I'll listen to that song all week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But anyways, so that's that's that for the week. Um, Feel free to share this episode with a friend. Feel free to share this episode in your stories and tag us. I would love to see that. I I, yeah. I love seeing the people that are listening to us. We've been connecting to a lot of you recently, and so and also answer the questions that we we're gonna try to post them somewhere.
1: <laughs> what you're gonna try? You're gonna try my best. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's gonna work.
0: Yeah. So if you see it give us a little answer and then we'll we'll share it in the next episode maybe and that's what we'll do yeah and we can also like give some shout outs if you want us to give you a shout out we'd love to i love recognizing people yeah with having an open throat and leah loves recognizing people as a projector so the mm-hmm. two of us together we're just here to help you guys be more seen mm-hmm. so go out there and shine bright you little weirdo okay that's what we <laughs> want you <laughs> shine bright this week because we're we're moving into virgo season shortly um so let's let the leo out as much as we can before we don't have you know the spotlight anymore um so have a good week and uh look look forward to seeing you over maybe on clubhouse yeah or on the next one whichever so i guess bye for now bye we'll see you later bye
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.